If you are ready to change the way people experience the transition to parenthood, you've come to the right place. On this podcast, we interview postpartum professionals, academics and researchers, as well as parents with unique perspectives on postpartum. Whether you've been working with new families for decades or are brand new to postpartum care, we'd love you to join us. I'm your host, Julia Jones. Hello and welcome to Newborn Mothers Podcast. Today we've got Amy Marshall and I'm so excited to have you here because we've had you in Newborn Mothers um, training for many years now and you started off with our old training, The Collective, and then over time you've grown your own business and now you're in the mastermind, which is for people who have already got a business and a website and an audience and are ready to scale their business um, and do something leverageable. So that's where Amy's at. And Amy, your background is you're a dietitian and a postpartum doula, and you bring this really nice mix of modern science as well as the traditional wisdom uh, to postpartum care. And I think that's a real winner. Uh, Lots of people ask me nutrition questions and I don't, um, I'm not a nutritionist. So I I think it's uh, a lot of people are really interested in learning more about that. Uh, it's so great to have you here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I've I've been listening to your podcast for years, so it's re- I'm really excited to be a guest on your show today. Um, yeah, I'm a dietitian and a postpartum doula living in Winnipeg, Canada, so right in the middle of Canada. Um, and I have two little ones. Um, at the time of recording, I have a seven-year-old and an almost four-year-old. Amazing. So should we rewind to the beginning and let me know how you actually came to this work, which from memory is about 2019. Am I right? Yeah, well, um, I think I I would even go back further. I think um, I came into this work through my own kind of challenging experiences, I think, as many of us do. I know you you came into this work before motherhood, but uh, for me, that wasn't the case. I was a very type A kind of professional woman. Um, I was working as a, as a registered dietitian, and I really like to know what to expect and having a plan and following that plan. Um, that's how I, I approached everything in life, like to study and research it and then carry it out. Um, and that worked fairly well for birth. I set set myself up for success. I did the classes. I researched. I read the books and went into it with uh, intention. And that part went fairly well. Uh, it went how I hoped it would go. Uh, I found it l- went less well for breastfeeding. Uh, I had researched and read a lot, but with breastfeeding, there needs to be a lot more like seeing and experiencing involved in that learning. Um, and I did have a wonderful birth doula who went insisted that I attend some breastfeeding um, support groups ahead of time so I could see what what it looked like um, and to be around other moms with babes. And I'm really glad that I did that and she helped me navigate some challenges. But the postpartum planning and preparation, that didn't even cross my radar that I needed to have a plan or to research that or study that. Um, I didn't have any sort of framework for understanding what was about to happen in my life, uh, to my heart and to my soul and my identity, uh, once this new little person joined my family. And I, I sort of thought that my life was going to be the same, but with this tiny little human, uh, to tag along with it. 
and I didn't understand about the need for rest or how to support my healing. Um, I was going out for long walks with my baby by two weeks postpartum because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Um, Nutrition-wise, I didn't feed myself well. And this was hard because I was trained as a dietitian, and I thought that I should be able to handle this better. Um, Looking back, first of all, I didn't know about specific postpartum nutrition needs. But aside from that, I felt completely overwhelmed. And I thought that figuring, you know, figuring out what to make and then execute all of those tasks in the kitchen while simultaneously caring for like a fussy baby who just wanted to breastfeed and sleep on me all of the time just seemed crazy and overwhelming to me. Like, how how do people do this? Um, so I really struggled with adjusting to this new role as a mom and figuring out how to care for this baby. And then also at the same time, figuring out what my needs were as a new mom and who I am in this new role and how to take care of my basic needs within this chaos. Um, and it was a really tough time. And I struggled a lot. Um, and then I found myself unexpectedly pregnant with my second child during a particularly hard chapter in my life. And I did a lot of reflecting and soul searching and thinking around like, how in the world am I going to do this again? And this first time, the first, my first postpartum experience was so hard for me. How am I supposed to do this with two babies? And um, I remember this one moment I was sitting with my son and he was playing on the floor beside me and he was only two at the time. And he just sweetly looked up at me and directly asked me, mommy, what does your laugh sound like? And I just thought like, oh, buddy. And I realized that I wasn't the mom that I wanted to be for my child um, and that my mood and my mental health was having like a direct impact on my son. And that really hit hard and really sat with me. And I also had some medical complications that were directly related to nutrition. Uh, that became a very strong motivator for me to start paying attention and putting more effort into learning how to care for myself and my body better uh, during this really important phase of life because I could see that it was really directly impacting my kids. And that was that was very motivating. Yeah, and it just sounds to me like really lacking support. I remember when I wrote my recipe book and everyone asked for one-handed snacks and, and I was like, well, that's good. Like that's a start, but also... I think you need someone else to feed you. I mean, it's it's such a big job feeding a baby and caring for a baby and recovering from from birth that, you know, like it's really hard to even remember to eat. I know lots of people who forget to eat for, you know, a few hours and then are almost like passing out from hunger and they might not even feel hungry. They just feel like dizzy and, uh, you know, low blood pressure and uh, low blood sugar, sorry. And, it, you know, like it's it's a... You just need someone else. In in some cultures, people actually feed the mothers with a spoon as, as though they're a baby. They'll literally bring the soup over to the chair and, and hold the spoon up to her mouth. So that gives you, you know, a little bit of context for like, no wonder it's so hard. Like, you know, what you were trying to do is like, it's a really big ask. It's almost impossible. Um, And so... How did you get from there, I guess, to 
not only discovering that there was another way of doing things, but then also thinking that you might want to do that as well as your profession. Yeah. So um, interestingly, one of the saving graces, I think, for me was that I have a brother and a twin sister. And we all had our, our first babies within three months of each other, which was very cool. Um, my twin sister, Tabitha, and I are particularly close. And it was so incredibly helpful to be able to talk about motherhood and these really intense experiences and, and emotions that we were feeling and to be able to walk through these things together, uh, even though she lived on the other side of the country from me. Um, so I have an interesting story about how my sister and I both got introduced to postpartum care. Um, so when my sister had her second baby, her firstborn wasn't even two yet. She was only 20 months old. Um, and she had really taken on, as many of us do, like this culturally prevalent belief that after you have a baby, you just pick right back up again and carry on. Um, and she hadn't deconstructed that yet or been exposed to the idea of postpartum rest and recovery. So when her little one uh, was only two weeks old, like he was a fresh newborn, she decided to take them on an adventure out of the house. Um, and it was winter. Uh, it was February and she lives in Ontario and it's it's very cold there. So minus 10 to, to minus 20 Celsius, snowy. Um, and in her community, there was a little ice fishing event happening near her and she lives right on a lake. So she bundled up her little ones and she put them in a sled and pulled them across the frozen lake to go uh, join the event. And while she was there, there was a Chinese couple that kept giving her this like side eye. Um, and eventually they approached her husband out of concern and they asked, they were asking about, you know, why, why is she out of the house and how old is her baby? Um, and they were really surprised. And they said that in their culture, a mom and a baby would never leave the house um, at that age. And she shouldn't be out exercising, especially in the cold. And that she was supposed to be um, home, uh, resting and staying warm inside the house. And that interaction really impacted her. And she had never heard about postpartum traditions before. And she was really curious. So she went home and then she immediately started Googling postpartum traditions. Um and then your website and your training had popped up. And then so she went down the rabbit hole of your podcast. She read your book. She took your webinar uh, and then signed up for your training. And that was in early 2019. And that was around when um, I found out that I was pregnant. And it was just divine timing. So she was in the middle of training with you. Um, and she sent me a gift package in the mail. And I remember opening it up and seeing this like lovely book and it was your newborn mother's book and she had pressed a flower inside of it and it was just such a beautiful gift i remember just curling up in my bed and reading your words and they just felt so compassionate and gentle and offered me a different perspective around how to approach postpartum care and i really wanted this postpartum experience to be different like dramatically different than my last one so um I did a lot of things to change my my postpartum experience. I moved across the country <laughs> to be surrounded by my immediate family. And that was so key and so important in creating a supported environment and a supported experience. Um, I worked intensely with my therapist uh, to stabilize as much as possible emotionally and mentally. I worked with my my sister, Tabitha, as, she, as in the role of a postpartum doula, and she was learning about postpartum care and traditions uh, from 
her work with you, her training with you, and uh, we created a really solid postpartum plan. And she flew across uh, the country to be with me for a couple of weeks after my baby was born. And she cooked me uh, delicious food, like your um, Nepali rice pudding recipe with ghee. I remember eating that. It was just delicious. Um, And then she also got me connected with a book uh, called Real Food for Pregnancy by Lily Nichols who's a dietitian who specializes in maternal nutrition around pregnancy. And I really devoured that book and I worked on transforming my eating habits to optimize my nutrition intake and better support my body during pregnancy and postpartum. And that made a profound impact on my health during pregnancy and also significantly shifted my perspectives on nutrition as a nutrition professional um, and as a dietitian as well. Um, and my postpartum was dramatically different. It, it was a very different experience than my first one. I rested, I nourished my body, I was surrounded by support, and it felt like instead of being like sucked down into a dark vortex as time went on, it seemed like it had the opposite effect. Um, like I was actually increasing in capacity and energy. So then I decided I was so impacted by this experience that I wanted to become a postpartum care professional as well. So um, I started binge listening to all of your podcast episodes <laughs> while I would go for walks with my kids. And when you opened up your next round of training, uh, my daughter was around nine months old. I, I joined, I signed up and that was in 2020 during lock pandemic lockdown. Um, and I just, dove headfirst into it and just devoured the content. It was, yeah, it was great. Are you listening to this awesome interview with a postpartum professional and thinking that this might be your calling in life too? Do you believe that postpartum care could be a respected, valued and well-paid profession, but feel frustrated and don't know where to start? Newborn Mothers Postpartum Education and Care Professional Training is online, self-paced and available worldwide. We value human rights, scientific evidence and diversity and we'd love you to join us at newbornmothers.com. Back to the show. I love it. And then I guess from there, I'm interested in how come you decided to move? Because I know you do postpartum work in people's homes right now but why have you decided that you want to do something more like to have um you know a more scalable business yeah well originally i wanted to do in-home postpartum doula work uh but it was during 2020 or like 2020 and nobody was allowed in other people's homes and i had also had two little ones at home that i was caring for during the day and uh so i needed to get a little bit creative around how i was going to serve people um so i took an additional business training that taught me how to create an online education program so my first focus was on postpartum planning supporting mothers as they plan for their upcoming postpartum experience um and then walking through them through those early months and i i really love doing that i love the wonderful women that i had the honor of holding space for, but I found that it wasn't generating the type of income that I needed or wanted. I needed more regular hours and more reliable and stable income. So my first step was thinking about like, um, what kind of supports would I want for myself as a busy mom? And I remember listening to a podcast episode that you did with Denise Steffield-Thomas 
um, about how you, about your hired support people that you have. And it was so inspiring. And I remember imagining like, what would it be like to have someone come into my home once a week and just, you know, prep some veggies and fruit or bake a batch of muffins and cook a pot of soup and like clean my bathroom for me or wash my floors. Like how incredible would that feel? Um, so that's what I decided to to market. Um, I branched out to offer in-home support. By this time it was allowed again, but to busy families um, that were, it was regular hours and I was offering like an extra set of hands around the home. And I was, I'm particularly good at cooking, meal prepping, um, cleaning. So I marketed those skills to the families who need help with those care tasks. And those care tasks tend to be pretty all consuming for busy families. Um, so that side of my business really took off. There's a big need for that. Um, and it's really satisfying and rewarding, but it's not scalable, right? So I there was a cap on the amount of clients that I could see in a week. Um, and I love learning. So while I was getting that side of my business up and running, I was also studying and learning about different practice areas around nutrition that I was interested in. Like I took a nutritional psychiatry course and I learned all about herbs and postpartum support and hormone support and uh, dove more into postpartum nutrition um, and learning um, about postpartum depletion and different angles like that. So I had kind of collected and percolated on all of this knowledge and I really saw a huge need in um, for education around postpartum nutrition with moms. Um, and not just after birth, but like during the first six years or so after um, after birth, when so many of us are feeling really exhausted and overwhelmed and depleted. And it's so hard for us to focus on our nutrition when we have um, so much on our plates. So that's the other part of my business is providing one-on-one -on -one coaching and also group coaching to support exhausted and overwhelmed moms who, who would like to have more energy and improve their health so that they can do a better job of taking care of their families. And yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And what I love about so much about where you've landed is you do really have that experience of struggling. So a lot of people, I think, misunderstand really what a nutritionist can do for them. I think a lot of people feel like ashamed that they're going to tell their nutritionist about what they eat and the nutritionist is going to tell them off and say, oh, here's this really elaborate meal plan and all these weird ingredients that you have to go and find and you have to spend hours in the kitchen. But actually, I think most nutritionists are not really like that. But I think you're especially the opposite of that. You're really good at being able to understand where people are at in their lives and um, give them sort of healthy options to take care of themselves that are really have minimal steps and um, are easy for, you know, even, even the most overwhelmed and busy mum can can put something in her mouth. That, you know, that's really what you're, you're aiming for. Yeah. Um, I remember working with a client who, who just ate rice. She would make herself a pot of rice and just eat that every day. Um, and, yeah, I, I meet people where they're at. I don't have uh, high expectations or demands on people. Um, I meet people where they're at and we make small little tweaks and changes. And I find that works very well for, for busy moms. Yeah, I love it. So I know you're still in the process of sort of 
because I know you do a lot of the in-home work, but you're still sort of in the process of really figuring out that online business part of things. Do you know really what's next for you? Um, I'm I'm not sure. I'm go- I'm going to continue trying to find my footing and my place. Um, working with postpartum moms and parents. I also feel a little nudge and draw feel drawn to working more with uh, parents who identify as neurodivergent um, and exploring ways that I can support that parent group as well. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot a uh, lot to learn and a lot of opportunities for growth in running a small business. And I've I felt really grateful that I've had an opportunity to work in your your mastermind group and. And to be nurtured within that group and grow and learn along other, alongside other business owners in the same space. So that's been very helpful for me. Yeah. And something we talk about in the mastermind a lot is about putting down these energetic anchors. And I've kind of heard one of your energetic anchors at the moment is the idea of having more support around the home for you. I think it's really interesting that we often create the service that we actually want for ourselves. So you know, that's obviously something that you look forward to. Um, But what else do you picture in your life, you know, when you think about your business thriving, however that lands and and wherever it ends up, I guess, what would that mean for you, for you, for your children, um, for your future? More time and more space um, to care for my needs and to connect with my children. I think that that would be some, some big goals for us. Yeah, so it's a long way that you've come already from when your son asked you, what does your sound laugh sound like, you know, and yeah, it's a it's a big change. Thank you so much for sharing your story that you're very um, good at, at telling that story. And I really have appreciated hearing it. Um, and I've loved being involved in your business and also your sister as well, seeing seeing what you have been up to over the years. Where can people find out more about you? Uh, the best place to find me would be my website. So that's amymarshall.ca. Um, and I usually have a free download um, on my website. Right now I have a guide uh, up there right now about some really gentle strategies about nourishing yourself on struggle days, those days when we have low capacity. Um, and your tank is super low, but you also need to feed yourself and you feed your little ones. Um, so that's what I have available right now on there. Excellent. And then you're the dietitian doula um, across socials. And um, I think that's such a great mix to bring together both that realistic understanding of of postpartum, uh, you know, and the cultural needs and and care, but also bringing that scientific knowledge of, of, you know, what nutrition do we actually need? So yeah, it's such a, such a magical blend. I really look forward to seeing where the next few years take you, Amy, and thank you so much for being on the podcast. Here at Newborn Mothers, we believe that every family has the right to high-quality postpartum care. If you want to join us, learn more at newbornmothers.com. And if you like this podcast, we'd really love you to leave us a five-star review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.